I'm your host, Adrian, and thank you for tuning in to the best podcast out there where athletes and geeks collide. Make sure you give us a rating, like, share with a friend, do all those things, and let's get right into it. So, yesterday, we did not record, and there's a reason for that, because I don't want people to think... Oh, you only recording the show with the James because that's not how it's been all year. What happened was we had technical difficulties, and I'm sure after hearing the podcast today, you can hear we're still having technical difficulties. So yesterday, I was trying to record, did a whole episode just for nothing to get recorded. Okay, let's test all the systems, let's, let's, let's test all the equipment. Everything looked like it was working, but every single time we tried to record, it wasn't recording. So we were having technical difficulties, so I was like, okay, we'll just do a mashup of the episode the next day. Um, It was already early in the morning because, as you know, I wake up at 4 in the morning every morning to go work out, and then I come back and record. So I was tired from my workout. I was already sweaty and everything. I was like... I'm not about to do this. I'm about to just go to shower, eat breakfast, and go to work. So that's what I did instead. I was like, okay, we'll just record this one. So first, let's talk about yesterday's game. Um, The Warriors handily whooped up on the Mavericks. It looked like it was a Warriors domination from start to finish. Here's the thing, though. Dallas had, and I tweeted during the game, I was like, Dallas has been getting a ton of good looks. A ton of good looks. I think I saw a stat that said like 40 of their shots were like good or wide open or open shots. Like four of their threes. 40 of their threes were either open or wide open by the um three-day metric. It was, 40, it was 44 out of the 48 threes they took. That's what it was. Forty-eight out of the forty-four out of the forty-eight threes were either open or wide open, and they only capitalized on eleven of those. Imagine that: forty-four open or wide open threes, and you only come out there, come out of there with eleven made. That's pretty crazy. I mean, it's just, it's just how they. A lot of times you see the Mavericks, they live and die off the three ball. It reminds you of those old Houston days. Because they also used to live and die by the three ball. This is kind of crazy, though. I, I don't I don't see. I know a lot of people are like, oh, see, this is what's going to happen when they play a legit team, everything like that. The Warriors. But I don't think people are writing off the series too early. That's what they do in game one. I mean, I reacted to the Celtics losing. I was upset, but I knew we'd bounce back. But. This team is home court. They they just left the part of stealing home court. They still home. You gotta steal home court. If you split, if they win their first two at home, and you roll back, you win your first two at home. That's the best two out of three. It don't matter that you lost your first game, or your first two games because you won your next two. And if you can steal one of those home games, it's even better. So. Like I'm not, I'm not too worried about the Mavericks for this game because, especially with them getting so many open looks, they're just not hitting. Because I know the Mavericks are a good shooting team, and they will bounce back from this. The defense, the defense looked um solid. The defense looked solid by the Warriors. 
However, like I said, there were open shots, but the defense looked solid to where they didn't let um, Steph get hunted. You saw how Luca last series was trying to go get Chris Paul. They did a good job of not allowing that to happen to Steph. You know, even when Steph was out there, Steph was playing solid defense, and he was doing his job. Wiggins was doing a really, really good job of um, guarding Luca, being physical. You saw Kevon Looney get some um, minutes out there on the perimeter, and, and it actually worked out because um, everybody knows Luca isn't the fastest. He's going to bully ball you or he's going to outskill you. So Kevon Looney didn't fall for any of the up fakes or the crossovers or jabs or anything like that. And it was just like slow-footed versus slow-footed. Y'all both slow, so it's just going to come down to bully ball. And with that bully ball, Luca's Luca's not bullying Kevon Looney. So um, I expect Luca to play better. Luca, this is probably the worst game Luca's had all playoffs. He dropped 20 points, 7 rebounds, and 4 assists on 6 of 18 shooting and 3 for 10 from the 3. Um, but I also said during the game, I was like, the fact that they're up this big, and I know it was a large team effort, and the Warriors are good for those team efforts, but the fact that they were up so big, and Steph and Clay couldn't get it going till later, says a lot. Says a lot. I know I said I'm not worried for the Mavericks, but at the same time, I am. Because it's like, all right, I know you're not going to shoot as bad this time as a next game. But at the same time, I also know Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson aren't going to combine like five of what, like what they go, like five of 17. Something like that. Five of 16, five of 17, something like that. They're not going to shoot that poorly from three. And they're not going to not dominate. Because it's like, you're like, okay, yeah, Steph had 21, 12, and 4. But Steph wasn't really hitting his shots like that until he turned up later in the game. Really, in the beginning of the game, it was a lot of Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. I was over there talking about, like, Andrew Wiggins legacy game? What's going on here? Like, Andrew Wiggins is really cooking like this? They're really about to let Andrew Wiggins cook it? And Andrew Wiggins is just slashing, attacking, getting to the paint. Which is what you need to do. This Dallas Mavericks team is physical, and they are a solid like they are, they are a solid defensive team. We've seen that. We saw that last series when they blew out the Suns, who weren't a bad offense. The Suns had a good offense. They have Devin Booker, one of the best scorers in the league. They have Chris Paul, one of the best point guards in the league. They have DeAndre Aiden, one of the best bigs in the league. And they couldn't, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything against this Mavericks defense. But at the same time, you look at that Mavericks defense, and you look at somebody like Dwight Powell who's like 6'8", 6'9". You look at um, Davis Bertans, who's not a good defender. You look at Maxi Kleber, who is a good defender. He's just still undersized. They have a lot of undersized bigs just like the Warriors, but the difference is they aren't big. Like, it's just it's just that simple. Like they, have, they have the undersized bigs, and they can play small ball, and they can shoot screens on a break. But I've always said I don't like when I don't like those matchups against the Warriors when they play similar styles because you're not gonna out warrior the Warriors. And Luca and Jalen Brunson, they're all cool. But when you look at it, it's like, okay, yeah. But when the Warriors 
good with the death lineup. When they still play small with the, they play small with the Mavericks, then it's kind of tough. Especially with, like I said, Wiggins flashing like he did this game and just getting to the paint at will. There was really nothing that they could do. Like I, I, like I said, I feel like the Mavericks will play better defense, but with them slashing, attacking, just living in the paint like they were, they kind of that kind of worries you a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, it worries me. It, it worries me. But I think the Mavericks will be okay still. I think the Warriors still take it, but uh, Warriors in six. But we'll, 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 we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. After that game, I'm saying Warriors. Um, now let's talk about last night. Talk about last night. I was going to take a short break, but this episode is not going to – I don't expect this episode to be too long, so we'll just we'll – just, we'll just push right through it. Um, Marcus Smart is night and day. Saw Marcus Smart arrive, and he did what he had to do. 24, 9, and 12, three steals, one block, and he scored. He started off the game like one for seven. He wasn't hitting a single shot, but he was playmaking and taking care of the ball. He only had one turnover for the entire game. And in that first half, he had something like uh, eight assists and zero turnovers, and he was just cooking. He, he he wasn't shooting well. He was just cooking. In that second half, he started hitting his shots. Like I said, he started off like one for seven and finished like seven for 15. So he, he 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 had a solid second half. Jalen Brown in that first quarter made his presence known. He was shooting threes. He 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 was just lights out. He he finished the game with twenty four eight and three, playing solid perimeter defense, doing everything he needs to do. Jason Tatum had twenty seven five and five. He got in foul trouble early, and you see Miami still sticking with that plan of they're trying to get the ball out of Tatum's hands. But Tatum is being a more willing passer, so it worked out. Tatum only shot 13, 13 shots. Tatum only took 13 shots for last night. And with those 13 shots, he hit eight of them. He had four for six from the three, seven for seven from the free throw line, and he did what he was supposed to do. He took care of the ball this game. He wasn't turning her over. And like I said, that's the difference with Marcus Smart this game. They they weren't gonna have a game where they just turn the ball over like crazy because outside of that third quarter, the Celtics dominated the Heat the entire game. We won every other quarter. You look at the first quarter, second quarter, we dominated them. The third quarter they dominated us. The fourth quarter we came back and won the fourth quarter, but we just turned it on too late. It's like we've won every quarter, but if that third quarter, if that third quarter collapse didn't happen, if we had Marcus Smart to settle the team down and just play point guard for him, be like, hey, we don't need to do this. We we he he just be there to take care of the ball, not let Peyton Pritchard get hunted. We have Marcus Smart there. We should be up two zero in this series, but we're not. We're not. We didn't. We had a collapse. We didn't take care of the ball, and now we're it's tied one one. We stole home court. Shout out to that. Now we're going back to Boston for the next two games, and it can get spooky. It can get spooky because, um, I'm not saying I don't want to get too too excited because the Celtics did have a legendary shooting game. 
there's no way they shoot this well again. There's no way. They 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 were shooting like sixty seven percent from the field in the first half. They finished the game fifty one percent from the field, and there's no way that they look that happens again. They shot fifty percent from the three point line and ninety one percent from the three. I mean, um, from the free throw line, fifty percent from the three point line and ninety percent, ninety one percent from the free throw line, and there's no way that happens. There's no way that happens again. It's it's just not going to happen again. Um, Miami also shot very poorly. They shot. 29% from three, like, that doesn't happen again. Like, a lot of these things don't happen again. But even without those historic shooting games, those historic shooting numbers, we still, like I said, last game, without shooting all that great, like, we did, we weren't shooting that well like that. We still were up in the first half. We still looked like we had control outside of that third quarter. Jimmy Butler is doing all he can Shout out Jimmy Butler. He still finished with 29. He tried to take over the game a little bit. He tried to put in as much work as he could, but he couldn't do it by himself. He needed he needed help, and his and his help didn't arrive. Bam, six points, nine rebounds. Bam, I got. To, what did I tell y'all? Mean I said if Miami has a chance, Bam is the best center in this um game. He is the best center in this game, and he has to remember he's the best center in this game, in in this series, and take over, which he's not doing. He's not being aggressive offensively. He's just cool with sitting there and playing defense, and that's not going to work. It's not going to work. Tyler Hero came in, and he didn't shoot. He didn't shoot the best. Tyler Hero didn't have one of his best games, and if you don't have Bam, Tyler Hero is usually your best scorer during the regular season. In the playoffs, he's your second best scorer after Jimmy Butler. So if you don't have Bam then, and your only scorers are going to be Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler, and Tyler Hero takes a night off, it's going to get real ugly for the Heat. Um, They're going to need Bam to wake up this series. And if Bam doesn't wake up this series, I don't. I, I, I can't see Miami actually even getting I said Celtics too. I can't I see if Bam doesn't wake up, it's really Celtics in five. Celtics are gonna win the next three games, excuse me, if Bam doesn't wake up. And I can see that as a possibility. I don't want that to be a possibility because as much as I'm a Celtics fan, I still am a fan of basketball as well and I don't wanna see Bam fail. I want I li- I like Bam out of bio a lot and I wanna see him succeed. I just want I want him to succeed and these players to succeed. I still just want my team to win. But Bam is not trying to succeed on the offensive side of the ball right now. I was I was making jokes to Wiley earlier. And we're wa- we're both watching the game. And watching how unaggressive Bam is on the offensive side of the ball. I looked at Wiley because like, all he's doing is setting screens, rolling to the basket, getting little dump off passes. Like I said, he only has six shots. Is he? I say, what really is the difference between Bam Adebayo and Rob Williams in this series? And he was like, he's like, I mean, outside of versatility, switch. Wiley's a Heat fan. He said, honestly, besides the switchability, I'm not seeing a difference right now. I'm not seeing a difference right now at all. And I said, Bam's not trying to be aggressive shooting those mids. Bam not trying to take people off the dribble. Bam not trying to get down there and bully ball and just go dominate. He really is just cool with just, all right, screen, screen, screen. All right, let's get back on defense. All right, I'm going to play defense. I'm going to play defense, though. 
I'll go back off and scream, scream, scream. Oh, offensive board, kick it out, kick it out. Scream, scream. Every once in a while, I'll go back up for a bounce on the offensive board. Every once in a while, just catch a lob. And it's like, bro, what's the difference? What are you doing out there? Like, what What are they paying you all this money? What What are you doing out there at the moment? Because I know you're better than that, bro. I know you're better. I've seen you. Be- I've seen you dominate Rob Williams. I love Rob, and I've seen you dominate. So I know you have that in you. I know you have that in you. That's why I even said I, I like this. I was like, we need Al Horford because we need Al Horford on BAM. And we're going to, I told y'all before the season, we're going to have Al Horford and we're going to have Grant Williams on BAM. I didn't say Rob Williams. I said Grant Williams and Al Horford. Because I know that's usually how we play. We have, we're, I knew that was what we are going to have to play BAM with because he bullied Rob last time. Like, Rob is an elite shot blocker, but his paint defense is not the best. Like, he gets it. He, he's not the biggest to where he can get bullied in the paint. He's not the strongest. He can get bullied in the paint. You have players like that. Like I said, there's a there's players who are elite paint defenders, players who are elite shot blockers, and you have players both who are both like Rudy Gobert, Tim Duncan, all those like great um, interior defenders that can do both. And you have players like that. But Jokic is a good paint defender. He's not a good shot blocker. He just doesn't block shot, but he's gonna contest your shots. And he's going to play good defense and make your life tougher on those shots because he's a paint defender. He's not going to block him, but he's a paint defender. Al Horford and Grant Williams are solid paint defenders. They're not going to block your shot a lot, but they're going to make it tough for you to score in the paint. They're good interior defenders. Rob is going to go in there, and he's going to make it – He's gonna make it, but you're more worried about his shot blocking. He's going to make it tough because you're worried about his blocking of the shot, not really his contest and his body up and his work early like his work early before you can get that shot off so it's different so bam can win that matchup but he's not showing the capability to and i don't understand why i'm I'm not understanding why at all we got a duncan robinson side in this game he didn't really do much he went 0 for 4 from the three but we got we saw a duncan robinson um sighting we saw uh marcus smart and the celtics are just having fun marcus smart Got that ankle breaker on um, Max Struess. Marcus Smart was obviously trying to get that triple-double just to have a bigger game with his comeback game. And I'm going to keep saying this. I'm going to keep saying this. People kept clowning me for saying not to trade Smart. And I'm going to say this every time. Every time he has a big game like this, people were like, trade him for Bill, trade him for this person. I was like, no. They were like, "Why you are you overrate Marcus Smart? You overrate Marcus Smart." And I'm like, "No." And I will talk to. War- I said, "Could you imagine a Warriors fan saying, let's trade Draymond for a bigger name?'" Let's go. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, yeah." The Warriors have a chance to bring in Dame, or they have a pr- chance to bring in Bradley Beal, like they did at one point, or they have a chance to bring in Paul George or somebody. I'm like, okay. We're going to trade Draymond and bring in a, the only time I ever said for them to trade Dr- Draymond was when I was saying to trade um, Draymond in that second pick, second overall pick. And I was saying trade them to Philly and get Ben Simmons because that was before Ben Simmons also had his collapse. But I was saying to do that because I was like, Ben Simmons will play Draymond's role, but 
at the same time be more athletic. He won't hit the three. He won't shoot him, but he can be a more athletic Draymond to where they can run even more. But then I, I like a six ten Draymond is basically the role Ben Simmons needs to be putting. I, I I've been saying I said I see Ben Simmons need to be putting that role. Whether he accepts that role or not, I just had high hopes. I was like, if he accepts that role, that's where he needs to be. And that's the only time I see the Warriors trading Draymond. Other than that, I'm not trading Draymond. That's what I told him. I said I wouldn't trade Marcus Smart because Marcus Smart is our Draymond. And they're like, nah, he's not Draymond. He's not this. He can't do this. He can't do that. I'm like, man, y'all don't watch our young guys. Y'all don't watch Celtics games. Y'all just see he shoots poorly. He makes a couple bad decisions there. And, yes, I'm not going to say his shot selection is always the best because it's not. However, that defense is there. He is a really, really good passer. Like, he is such an underrated passer. Marcus Smart is very, very, very important to this team. He is the heart and soul of Boston. He is the longest tenure Celtic on this team for a reason. We're not moving Marcus Smart. We're not moving Marcus Smart. And I love that he came back, had a phenomenal game like this, and we were able to get the win. Now, going into game three, we need to get the bigs more involved because the bigs weren't really involved this game. We need to stick with the solid defense. And as of that, just play our game. Just play our game. Because we had three players with 20-plus points. We had, what, one, two, three, four, five, six players in double digits. And we just played phenomenal. Tonight, we have Warriors-Mavericks. And that should be interesting. I hope the Mavericks can do just like the Celtics and have a nice bounce-back game. Come back. Stomp on the Warriors and be there. And if they don't, it's still okay because even in that Phoenix Suns series, that home team won every game except for Game 7. So if the Mavericks go to Game 7 again, we can be like, all right. If not, the series won't be over or the series won't be even started. Like they said, the series not started until a team wins on the road. And the Celtics series just started officially last night. The Mavericks series don't start until what? Um, Sunday? Yeah. The Ma- Mavericks series don't start till Sunday. Whoever wins that game, then we can be like, all right. If the Mavericks lose Sunday, then we can be like, all right, it's over. If the Mavericks win, we getting started. We getting started. We also we also are going to have some, because the game's late um, Friday, I'm going to try to catch some WNBA games as well. We have the Indiana Fever playing the Connecticut Sun. We have the Washington Mystics playing the Atlanta Dream. And then the only game I'm probably going to miss is the Sparks-Seattle Storm game because it's going to be on during the same time. Um, I just bought the WNBA League Pass. I'm going to try to bring you all some more WNBA content, but it's just hard sometimes to do that because – one, the games aren't nationally televised, so you have to get things like League Pass and stuff such like that, find other ways to watch the games. Two, uh, a l- so far with these playoffs, a lot of their games have been going on at the same time as these playoff games. And I've been talking to Swells. I was like, I want to start covering the WNBA as well because I love basketball. I want to go to WNBA and eventually move closer to college basketball as well. However, it's just tough when the NBA playoffs are on. Like, this is the NBA regular season as an alternate. But with this being the NBA playoffs, it, it just kind of takes precedent. But I'm just kind of getting y'all prepared that 
once the NBA playoffs is over and is long gone, then we're going to start looking into more WNBA content. We're going to start looking in other ways. Like I said, we're still we're still working on this YouTube. I have to do this. I'm 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 going to try to my best to make the YouTube this weekend. And the reason we want to make the YouTube is so we can um separate the content. We can separate the content up. Like right now with the podcast, you just get you're getting mostly sports and again I apologize for that because I have a lot of anime content I can do. I I I I looked at the anime. I've already watched every anime this season, and I'm like, okay, I can't talk about it. I just haven't made time to sit down and talk about it. Um, I've been still reading my manga, still been reading my light notes, so I have plenty of content to cover. I just haven't been. And so I feel like with this YouTube, I just want to be transparent with you guys. I feel like with this YouTube, we'll be able to divide things up. And seeing it on paper, seeing it in front of me like that, being like, all right, I'm going to put all these episodes in the sports category, all these episodes in the anime, manga, webtoon, right now, whatever um, uh, category. And then we're going to put this stuff for miscellaneous things like um, and other extra episode episodes like the Spells Your Entire episode. We're going to bring in more episodes like that. And I want them to keep making content like that. And I want us to expand like that. But I also don't want it to be hard to find those episodes. So if we go to YouTube, then we can divide those episodes up. And so it's like you can find the episodes you want based off of the content you you want. We're trying to be diverse. We're trying to expand and go ahead and have as much content as possible. It's still going to be the Ask Geeks podcast. But those certain segments like that, like with the miscellaneous things, we might we might give that a different name above it, but they still fall under the Ask Geeks podcast just so that they can have their own like creative domain where they don't have to worry about, oh, this being the Ask Geeks podcast. They'll be like, no, this is this. We're still part of the Ask Geeks podcast, but this is our own thing. And we're going to see how things go there. We're still working on a lot of things. We're figuring things out. Like I told you, I'm still in the process of moving, so that's kind of why a lot of my uh, quality of sound and the quality of podcast is starting to go down because most of my equipment is getting getting packed up. I usually have my Yamaha out here, and that's not out here anymore. I, I have I already have that packed up with a lot of my stuff, so I'm just using my extra uh, my travel mic that I used to use when I go on like when I go down to visit my family or go like my mom or go on a trip. Let's say. I'm on trip and I have time to record and I have space to record in those episodes like that when I record while I'm not home. I take my travel mic and I usually just use that travel mic, which is a USB plug into my laptop. And so that's what I'm using right now. So that's why the quality is a little lower. We're going to get back up once we get moving to the new house, but that might not be ready until as early as next month. So we just got a couple more weeks. Bear with me, people, and we'll figure this out. And we'll have the Ask Geeks podcast back and bouncing. But anyways, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Ask Geeks podcast. Remember to share with a friend. And always, always, always respect women. But most importantly, remember to respect yourself. Because sipping ain't pimping. And we out. Oh, <laughs>